Welcome to Envisioned Broadcasting. Envisioned Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. An affiliate of Direct Impact Broadcasting and Creative Broadcasting. Presenting the Empower Hour with Jerisha. A show that shares the stories behind the journeys of leaders, influencers, and motivators. The Empower Hour with Jerisha begins now. Welcome, 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 amazing people to Empower Hour with Jerisha. I am your host, Jerisha Moore. A little bit about myself, I am a best-selling author with over 18 years of combined experience in education, finance, business management, development, and sales. Owner and founder of Empower on Purpose, LLC, where we provide leadership, training, as well as personal professional coaching and consulting services. Certified coach, speaker, and trainer with the John Maxwell team, and owner of Envision Broadcasting Radio Station. Today's empowerment quote is, it's actually, and it simply states, if you are not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. Now, you guys know I absolutely love, love, love quotes. This quote is truly all about how most of us are comfortable being in our comfort zone. The ones who achieve great things in life go through things that aren't comfortable for them. Yes, you may have pain. You may have obstacles. You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to make changes. You will have to make sacrifices and trade-offs if you're wanting great things. You will always hear me say, that we are created for greatness. But guess what? You don't get to just sit down and do nothing. You were created for greatness, and you have a job to do. Each one of you are gifted and have something to offer to the world. And staying in that comfort zone is not going to allow you to go to the next level or truly step into your greatness. If you stay in your comfort zone, you can't expect to achieve anything greater than what you've been doing. You know, I truly feel like I need to repeat this because I truly feel like some of you missed, missed it. If you stay in your comfort zone, you can't expect to achieve anything greater than what you've been doing. What I need you guys to know is I know there is some amazing people listening right now that's hearing this but that's going to make a decision or have been making a decision to simply do nothing. There is someone that woke up this morning and let people, situations, circumstances, and fears control their behavior. You know, I recently purchased a, a subscription box for my, for my daughter. And so it was all about empowerment, girl power, beauty, confidence in a box. So one day, the box, you know, shows up, and, of course, my daughters are really, really, you know, super excited. I know what's in the box. I know all the great things that's in this box. The box is filled with nothing but greatness. But just imagine if for one moment, once the box arrived, I told my daughters, okay, we're not going to open up the box. We know how, you know, this box has tons of greatness inside of it, and it's filled with all kinds of fun and exciting and empowering things, but we're just going to look at it. You know, both of my daughters 
both of them, my seven-year-old and my 14-year-old, would have had no kind of understanding for a box full of greatness, but they can't open it and unpack all of the great things in the box. I need you guys to know that you are full of greatness, just like that subscription box that my daughters were so happy to open and willing to unpack and step out into, you know, opening up some of the greatness, the great things in the box. We have to be willing to unpack and step into our greatness, just like I said, how my daughters were waiting to open up their box. Someone is waiting for you to let your greatness shine. There is someone today who has been dragging their feet on starting their business, writing that book, launching that course, starting your fitness challenge, and your why isn't big enough to put your what into action. Here's what I'm going to tell you. There is always going to be a risk attached to everything that you want in life. Start asking yourself questions and start with the why. Why do you want it? And pay attention to the emotion attached to it and how it makes you feel. So, for example, if you want to write a book, ask yourself why is it important for you to write that book. Your response may be something like you want to share your story with the world. Then ask yourself that why question again. Why do you want to share your story? I want you to dive so deep into your why that you start peeling back the layers that's going to help you, to help you empower yourself forward and out of your comfort zone. Then ask yourself, what action do you need to take to make it happen? And what obstacles do you need to overcome? Always remember that you will never grow if you lock yourself and stay inside that comfort zone. If you keep that greatness bottled up and boxed up, you will never grow. You have to, or you have the power to unlock, to open, to unpack your greatness and step outside into your greatness and letting that shine. So what are you waiting for? Without delay, let me tell y'all about my amazing a guest this evening. I'm so excited to have Brittany Bundles. Brittany Bundles is the founder and owner of Bad Chick Hair. Bad Chick Hair offers quality hair extensions and empowers people through entrepreneurship. Brittany offers mentoring to entrepreneurs along with many more business tools. Brittany has over 200,000 views via her YouTube channel. She has over 10 years of experience in customer service corporate sales, and over three years of experience in the financial industry where she worked as a loan officer. Brittany is skilled in teaching solutions that help strengthen financial stability while simultaneously growing community and business relationships. Welcome, Brittany. I'm so excited to have you on the show this evening. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm well. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I just want to, you know, just dive right in. Um, I just shared, of course, some of your amazing, amazing bio. And, um, you know, please, you know, show, share a little bit more about yourself if you could. And, and um, you know, let's go right into talking more about your business and what your greatest passion is for, for the business that, that you do. Sure. Thank you. Uh, my name is Brittany Bundle. So thank you for the, the introduction. Um, I enjoy empowering people through entrepreneurship. I constantly promote on my podcast, it's uh, Brittany Bundles, as well as on my YouTube channel. 
uh, how, how much power is actually behind entrepreneurship? Uh, how much power is in financial literacy? Uh, how much power is in community and networking? And so I am a uh, person driven uh, on my, my purpose. Uh, I, I love working in my passions, which is providing value in every aspect and every area in my life. And uh, also making sure that I can help as many people as I possibly can be able to tap into uh, their, their potential and their passions and find a way to ultimately uh, monetize and capitalize off of the skills that God's blessed us with. Absolutely. And that's truly, you know, truly, truly amazing. So I talked a little bit, of course, about your business um, called Bad Chick Hair. Could you tell us a little bit more as far as how you actually started uh, started that business? Yes. Uh, I started Bad Chick Hair in 2013. And I started a hair business because I enjoyed the versatility and creativity that uh, hair extensions allowed me to express. Uh, that was kind of like my artistic side there. I, I liked being able to um, just change up my hair. If I wanted to wear pink hair one day, I could do it. If I wanted to wear 30 inches, I could do it. If I wanted to have a short style. And so it was just, it was something that was really fun. And I remember I was actually at work. I was working my nine to five uh, back then. And uh, it, it was, I loved sales. I was always in the sales industry. But it, was, it felt like I was kind of in a box. I wasn't able to really reach my full potential and be who I know I was called to be. And so I said, the only option that I see uh, being able to still support my family and, and live comfortably is to be able to create another source of income. And so initially I started Bad Chick Hair as a way to create income and sell hair extensions doing something that I love. I'm like, okay, I can, I can make money doing what I love. And then the longer that I stayed with Bad Chick Hair, I became, uh, I grew into who I am. I grew into my purpose. And Bad Chick Hair expanded to not only providing hair products and hair extensions, but also to be able to help others make money off of hair extensions as well. So I started offering a drop shipping option where I worked with uh, initially with majority women uh, to be able to create businesses where I would uh, send out the hair on behalf of their, their company. So people that weren't able to buy hair in bulk, I wanted them to know that there's still hope and there was still an option to uh, make money and support your family doing something you love, even if you don't have the spending power at that point. And then from there, it grew to uh, women were able to buy their hair and bulk at that point from drop shipping. And uh, I started offering wholesale options and um, more people were signing up. So now it's not just women, but men are working with me as well. And I'm like, okay, instead of empowering women, I'm empowering people. And mm -hmm. um, it, it just kind of grew to, to uh, professional biography services and consultation services and public speaking events. And uh, I'm really blessed. And I'm, I'm kind of in awe at some of the things that God is doing in my life. But it initially started off from my passion with loving hair. And uh, mm -hmm. I was able to incorporate my other passions and skills into the business as well. So Badgeck Hair is like your one-stop shop for beauty as well as uh, entrepreneurial tools and resources. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. So I know you mentioned, of course, you know, you can get the bundles of, of hair. Uh, what other type of products, um, you know, maybe it's, it's offered through uh, that, that chick hair? Uh, so we offer the bundles. We also offer uh, closures and frontals at this point. We were offering wigs and lashes, uh, but when COVID started, um, some things transitioned with some of the products that we were offering. So at this point, for the products, uh, it does consist of the bundles, closures, and frontals. Awesome. And, you know, I just, I, I, I want to um, ask, because I know that, you know, of course, the beauty, the hair industry, of course, it is a growing and booming industry, and it has been for years. So what kind of advice or what would you 
you know, recommend for, you know, one of the listeners that's, you know, that's listening saying, you know, I would love to know how to actually get into the hair um, industry, the hair business, what kind of steps would you recommend that they take or what what is the process as far as how you work with those that are interested in the industry? Uh, just giving out general advice, the first tip that I would recommend is finding a reliable and reputable vendor. Uh, a lot of people that I work with have the mentality coming in that I'm looking for the cheapest vendor. You know, if you're I've had people that have come to me and they're like, hey, your rates are not the cheapest, then I'll go elsewhere. And I'm completely honest and transparent. I'm not trying to be the cheapest company. I don't want to offer the cheapest here. That's not where my, where my heart is. I want to provide the most value and offer the best quality that I can offer. Um, and so that would be my first tip or, or a piece of advice is to find a vendor that not only has the cheapest price, but actually has something that is going to help your business stay uh, and maintain and not just build customers, but re recurring clients. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also my second tip would be to make sure that you understand who you are in the industry. Like you mentioned, the industry is ever-growing, and a lot of people say it's saturated. And to an extent, I may agree. Uh, however, what, what has helped me stay afloat is knowing who I am and being able to individualize my business from other businesses uh, without necessarily, you know, tearing anyone else down or taking anything away from other businesses, just being able to build my client base based on my skills, services, and the value that I provide. That would be my second piece of advice is making sure that you know who you are going into the industry. And then my third piece of advice is to uh, drive based on the value and not the numbers. A lot of people that I work with, they, the first question that they ask is, you know, when am I going to get my first sale? And um, I kind of laugh because it's, it's literally almost the first question that I get. But the way that I approach it is I like to break down the fundamentals behind the business. So not just when can I get my first sale or how many followers do you have on Instagram or how many views did you get on YouTube, but how much value are you providing? And what type of value are you looking to provide? And are you actually getting people to your website that are interested in what you're offering? Uh, I, I, I use a lot of people also when they're starting their business, whether they're uh, in the hair industry or they're, you know, in another industry, they, they're like, uh, you know, how can I get traffic to my website? And initially I was thinking that too when I first started my website. And I'm paying hundreds of dollars to Google ads and Facebook ads and this and that. And I was getting lots of people to my website. But I noticed that I wasn't getting too many sales. So it's like, yeah, I have a thousand visitors this month. So, you know, what's the good of, of that if there's no one that's really reaching out? I'm not able to build any relationships. I'm not able to sell any products. I'm not able to explain the value that I can offer. And so at that moment, I, I started to think of a different approach. So instead of me looking at how many numbers I can get and where, you know, my first sale is coming from, I took it back to the fundamentals and basic building blocks of becoming an entrepreneur. So it's not just about getting people to, to me, just anybody, but it's, okay, how can I get my target audience to me? How can I make sure that I'm not just posting pictures about hair, but I'm actually uh, showcasing the value that's behind my brand? And so it's a little bit challenging sometimes if you don't really know who you are or if you're new to the industry and you're trying to find your way. But honestly, the, the way that I found my way is, is simply being me, you know, being me and, and setting myself apart from everyone else because we're all individual. We all have our own, you know, gifts and, and talents and uh, once we can tap into that, no matter if you're selling hair, cars, or clothes, uh, you'll be the best at being you. And so your business will thrive because of it as well. Absolutely. And I know you mentioned, of course, um, you know, your YouTube channel. Tell us a little bit more about your YouTube channel and how you inspire others. Um, I started my YouTube channel. It's, uh, I never thought that – I mean, I don't know. I don't know where I thought it was going to go initially. I started it about a year and a half or two years ago. And my initial thought behind it was I wanted to be transparent 
with running a business because I heard a lot of people on Facebook uh, in my real life, um, peers, just a lot of people, they had it. In my opinion, it was a false idea of what entrepreneurship truly was. It was all about, you know, I'm getting the bag. I'm never taking any losses. I'm always coming up. And just being an entrepreneur myself, and when I opened my first brick-and-mortar location, I'm like, that's just not the case. Like, honestly, you know, if you, as long as you stay in business, you're, you're bound to take a couple losses. Uh, and, you know, even though I'm taking the, the financial loss, there's still so much power in those losses because of the knowledge that I learned. And later on, I was able to capitalize off of that knowledge that I learned because of the losses that I took. Um, but I wanted to, to start my YouTube channel to kind of uh, document me opening my salon and, and me sharing and being transparent of the behind the scenes that go into running a business so that I can show not so much the glitz and glamour, glamour of, you know, having your own uh, business and, you know, taking pictures for Instagram, which is great. You know, I'm not knocking anyone for doing that. But I wanted to, to give my side of the ups, the downs, um, you know, the, the pivots of your business, the, the mindset that goes behind your business, and actually how to sell. And so that's what I started my YouTube channel doing. Um, and I'm still doing it today. I enjoy doing it. Um, and you said, how do I inspire others? I hope to inspire others through my uh, journey and my experiences. Um, just through the knowledge that I've learned, there's so many people that have reached out and they're like, thank you for just being transparent. Uh, when I closed my salon, when I made that decision, it was a hard decision to make. And um, I just was very transparent on that video. And a lot of people, if you read the comments, there's just so many people like, thank you. You know, you really saved me. This is how I'm feeling now or this is, you know, what I thought I would have felt like, and I, I was just honest. So I enjoy, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm providing the inspiration that I hope I'm providing, but I, I hope to uh, really teach uh, and, and show the steps of becoming and maintaining entrepreneurship in its rawest form. Absolutely. And, you know, I will tell you that I, I definitely believe that just there is so much value in being transparent, especially as you mentioned, you know, in today's world where, you know, people are seeing you know, these YouTubers on and they almost, in a sense, have an unrealistic view of, you know, that it's so easy and you just put up a video and, and you know, that's all it is to it. When we both know um, that it's more, you know, to it than that, especially as far as being an entrepreneur and just all the hard work that goes into it. So if you had to think of one thing that you wish you would have known when, um, you know, that when you started your business, what would, what would that be? I wish I would have gone in knowing um, to not expect support from everybody. I'll just be honest. When I first started my business, you're sad. for me, I can't speak for anyone else, but I was thinking, you know, I know for sure that everyone's going to be at my salon when it launches. I know for sure this is something that the city, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing something pretty positive and pretty different. I know, I know for sure I'm going to have everyone, you know, behind me, the key to the city, so to speak. And um, when I started my salon and I opened those doors and I saw that it was not the case, and I appreciate the people that did support me. Uh, however, I just had a, a false idea of what uh, entrepreneurship really was. And I thought I just only saw the positive aspect. So all the support and all of the likes and, you know, the money, but I didn't really see a true, uh, you know, I, I, I hadn't lived it yet. So I would say that I would have gone into, even back in 2013 when I started my business, just knowing that, um, you know, not really so much focused on the support or who's going to support me, who's not going to support me. I think that I should have, uh, I wish that I would have focused more on um, my, my mission and, and what I was trying to get across and saved a lot of the energy that I put into being upset, hurt, disappointed, mm -hmm. uh, and other people's actions and how they looked at my business and looked at me. 
and put all that energy into being the best that I could be. Absolutely. And I, you know, I have to piggyback on that because I think that so many of, you know, the entrepreneurs are those that maybe even be interested in, in going into um, to business. You know, we jumped in and we, we definitely feel as though, you know, oh, you know, my family's going to support me, my you know, such and such is going to support. And then at the end of the day, it is, I mean, it is, it does hurt. And I will tell you that I think every last entrepreneur that I've actually come across business owner that I have talked to, I think we all share the same that every, the person or the people that you thought was going to be there in your corner actually wasn't, <laughs> you know, so yeah. um, it is a hurting feeling. Um, but again, I don't know that, you know, even for myself, looking back on it, I, I would have never seen that coming you know, to even try to prepare. So as you mentioned, yes, you know, really staying focused on your mission and not allowing the fact that you're not going to have, you know, the ones that you would think would support you, you know, in your corner to, to break you or make you feel like, well, what am I, or maybe even question, because I actually got to a point where I was looking at it like, well, maybe I need, you know, I'm starting to question what I'm actually doing, <laughs> Yeah, you know, because of the fact that some people are, just, you know, they don't have to share your same vision, your same mission. And I think so many of the entrepreneurs out there need to understand that. Like, it is yours. You know, your mission is your mission. My mission is my mission. And it's okay. It's okay because, you know, there are people out there that's going to support you. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, that is, that's so, so good. So what would you say, just in looking over the course of, you know, your business, what, what would you say has been the biggest challenge that you probably have faced? so far? My biggest challenge would have to be internal. Um, I'm doing a whole segment on my podcast now, and it's uh, the theme of it is when my mentality grew, so did my business. When, when my mentality changed, my business changed. And um, so I would have to say the biggest challenge is pushing myself past my fears. Uh, there are certain things that I need to do in order to push me to the next level. There are certain things that I need to do in order to fulfill my purpose and in order to bring my mission to reality. And, um, you know, one of my fears was actually public speaking, believe it or not. I was so nervous to, to speak, uh, whether it be on YouTube, um, in a public setting, uh, on the phone. So this is an accomplishment for me just talking on, on your show, and I appreciate you having me. But uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's one of my biggest challenges. Is I really had a fear of speaking. I had a fear of just putting myself out there, of networking, of meeting new people. And um, that was one of my biggest challenges. And I tell a lot of people when they ask me, they're like, I have the same fear. What do you do to get over your fears? And to be completely honest mm -hmm. and transparent, sometimes I don't. You know, sometimes I have to work while I'm in my fear. And, uh, you know, I, I did my first, um, like, large speaking event at a, at a school or was filled with, with different students. And they were actually getting graded on uh, the topic that I was talking about in relation to entrepreneurship. And I just remember my mouth getting so dry, and I'm like, I came too far to, to, to turn around now. I'm actually in front of them. But I was just like, man, I wish I could just poof and be somewhere else. But I was so mm -hmm. nervous initially. And then when I, I got to talking and I started focusing on what my, my mission was and what I came to do, uh, I'm not going to say the fear just completely went away, but I did have a sense of confidence. And I honestly have to give the credit to God. I just felt like I had it. I mm -hmm. felt the confidence and the security. And I, I knew that I was in the right place at the right time. And so I did it. But that is my biggest challenge, just pushing, pushing myself past any of my fears. That's good. That's good. That's good. So on the flip side of that, then, could you share what has been um, your biggest accomplishment? 
I would say my biggest accomplishment was being able to transition my business from the salon and transition my business from being known uh, as only a hair vendor to being able to uh, have people reach out to me for consultations and people reach out to me for mentorship. And also, I wrote my first, published and wrote my first ebook this year. I'm super proud of myself for that, too. So I would say that those are my biggest accomplishments in business. Absolutely. Uh, could you share what is the name of your, your ebook? Yes, it is uh, Drop Shipping Now, Wholesale Later. It's a uh, um, drop shipping guide for hair businesses. Awesome. Awesome. And of course, at the end of the show, I would love for you to share um, you know, some of your, the ways that all of the listeners can you know, actually get your ebook and, and stay in contact with you. But I know, so at the beginning of the show, of course, I um, went over the empowerment quote, which was, if you are not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary by Jim Ron. Could you share just a little bit as far as what this quote truly means to you? I would say uh, the bigger the, 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 the risk, the greater the reward. However, just to, to break it down and make it a little bit more personable, um, what you mentioned in the beginning of the show was so, so, so true. I mean, uh, a lot of times we limit ourselves from becoming our best selves because of whatever we're dealing with internally or whatever blocks we have in our minds. And honestly, if I was never willing to step outside of my norm, which was my nine to five going to work and being secure with knowing that I'm getting a night, you know, a paycheck every week and just being okay with that, then I never would have been able to have the lifestyle that I have now. And I tell everyone, no, I'm not, I'm not rich and I haven't just made it yet. Uh, however, we're rich in money. I think I'm rich in other things, but um, I, I, I would have never been able to do what I'm doing now. And so I uh, definitely believe that if you're, if you're willing to risk uh, maybe feeling nervous or willing to risk uh, pushing past some of your fears or even sometimes it's a financial risk depending on how you're investing in your business. But if you're willing to risk, uh, then you're always, you, you have a chance at, at something different. You have a chance at prosperity. Absolutely. And I love how you mentioned as far as just, you know, stepping outside of the whole nine to five. In your experience, do you find as an entrepreneur, you have more or less um, stress, you know, working as an entrepreneur than working in the corporate world? Um, I think stress is going to be there regardless. It depends on how you manage it and your mentality behind it. However, I can say that the stress is different being an entrepreneur than working nine to, or nine to five. Mm -hmm. My stress is working a nine-to-five is do I have enough vacation time to be able to spend time with my family or do I have enough vacation time to be able to uh, go to my child's uh, recital or basketball game or uh, am I going to mess up where I'm going to just get fired? Can I be myself? Do I have to wear the right hairstyle or will I look too, you know, outside of their box of what's acceptable? So those are the stresses that I dealt with in a nine-to-five. Uh, now the stresses that I deal with through entrepreneurship is I'm not getting a, a consistent paycheck. So every, no one signs over my check. No one's saying this is how much you're guaranteed. And so there's a different balance and a different mindset that has to go behind and also a different budgeting structure that has to go behind mm -hmm. uh, being an entrepreneur, understanding that this month can be great for me. I may grow my mo the most I've made the whole year this month. However, next month may not be the same way. And so I talk a lot on my uh, YouTube channel, on my podcast, about making sure that we're setting up multiple streams and not just that we're making money, but that we're actually building wealth. There's a difference. Uh, and so those are, I, I don't think that the stresses go away becoming an entrepreneur. I just think that there's a different stress depending on, you know, where you're at in your life. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, you know, I totally, completely agree. 
with you on the, the fact that, of course, in the entrepreneurial world, you know, I think it just opens up a whole nother world of, you know, depending on where you're at, what's going on, you have a lot of, you know, the listeners that are still very much in both and, you know, in that nine to five as well as in that, um, in the entrepreneur world. And like you say, you're going to have stresses on both sides of it. It's just a matter of finding that balance and, you know, truly to me, having a team that's going to help you from the entrepreneur side so you don't feel stressed. One of the things that, um, you know, I really wish I had of, you know, recognized early on before I started my business is how important a team is. My goodness, having that team, that team, you know, that, that team that's going to support you so that you don't feel like you have to wear all these different hats um, truly was, yeah. would have been, you know, an eye-opener for me and a game-changer um, early on. But I want to talk a little bit more, you know, as far as just thinking along the stress lines, because, of course, you know, we're dealing with COVID-19 and having, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs that are probably out there even, you know, stressed even more because of all of the changes and, um, you know, with COVID-19 crisis, we know that everyone has been impacted in some kind of way. Could you share just a little bit how you have been impacted um, by COVID-19, you and your business? Yes. Um, actually, when COVID-19 um, first came and it first affected my business, I remember making a video on YouTube just kind of going over some of the thoughts that I had as an entrepreneur because I'll, I'll be lying if I say that I wasn't worried. I noticed that my hair uh, wasn't selling as much as it typically did. And I'm like, okay, all right, you know, let's not get too nervous. But, uh, you know, it, it's something to look at. It caught my eye. And I noticed that my dropshipping memberships, because dropshipping memberships are typically bought, you know, they are bought by people that are looking to get in the hair industry and sell hair. And so a lot of people weren't buying dropshipping memberships. A lot of people were not buying hair in bulk. And so the products that I I was relying on, I couldn't rely on it anymore. Uh, there were, it was a time before the stimulus came, before unemployment uh, came, people just weren't, you know, buying anything uh, from, from, I can say from my experience, from my website. Um, and that really challenged me. But I, I thank God for the, the, the experience that I went through because during that time I had to think to myself, well, Brittany, you still, you know, have bills to pay, you still have children to feed, and you still have a, a purpose and, and a mission, and you still have value that, that can help other people. So, although you may not be able to share the value through your hair extensions at this point, but what other gifts does God bless you with? And so I began to tie more of my passion, more of the skills that God blessed me with into my business. And so I started writing my ebook, and I, I produced that during COVID. And I also created a video on YouTube, and I show I was transparent with myself, how much I made. Um, and uh, I, I can definitely say that it, I, I faced a decline in my sales, but I also uh, was able to overcome that, that decline when I started to uh, tap inside of my gifts and uh, apply that to my business as well. And I really think that that was a lesson that God was trying to uh, teach me, that he actually taught me that, you know, you, you don't need to depend on anything, but ultimately depend on me. I, I've got you. And, um, you know, I, I began praying. I began tuning into my grandmother's. Uh, she has a prayer call every weekend. And I just, I just started mm -hmm. getting myself back aligned. And I, I really felt bad. I had to even get closer to God because I, I said, you know what, for so long, sometimes when you're an entrepreneur, you can get wrapped up in that lifestyle, you know, wrapped up in just constantly working, wrapped up in constantly making sure that you're getting out your mission, that a lot of things can become, you know, not, not your top priority. So I wasn't talking to God as much as I needed to talk to him. And during COVID, it just kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things that I wasn't doing. And when I strengthened my relationship with God, I was able to change my mindset when I changed my mindset, I was able to clearly see the gifts that God had right in front of me. I was able to see how I could plug that into my business. 
and I was able to still uh, stay afloat by the grace of God. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that is so good because, you know, one of the things that, you know, I can just speak for on, um, you know, within my own personal and business side with COVID is, of course, initially when everything, you know, kind of hit the roof, it was a lot of worry. It was concern. It was, you know, fear. And again, you know, I, I there's no way I would even be on the show saying that I didn't have that and experience that because it was very much there. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, you know, just having that deeper connection and, you know, really getting a little more spiritual and really, you know, getting focused and, and sitting down and reevaluating everything and saying, okay, what do, what is it that I need to be really focused on? And, you know, I had to get to a point where I said, okay, I'm not, I'm no longer watching um, the news. I'm not, you know, I'm going to tune in once, but I'm not going to have all these alerts going up because that, <laughs> I really felt like that was feeding that stress that was feeding the fear mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, but one of the things that, you know, we truly strive to actually do on this show is to give listeners um, just advice or tips on how they can truly empower their own growth and success journey. So could you share with the listeners just how, you know, if you had to give one piece or a couple of different tips on how they could empower their own growth and success journey, what would that be? Uh, the first tip that I would give anyone is to learn who you are. Um, the podcast episode that I was working on today is, is right around that. It's about that. A lot of people that I work with, I've, I've realized, um, don't really know who they are. I'll ask questions and I'll say, you know, okay, well, let's, let's, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the fundamentals and the building blocks of your business. Uh, what are your goals? What do you want to happen? What kind of uh, things do you enjoy doing so we can tie that into you selling hair extensions as well? And a lot of people are saying, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I like to do. I've been uh, a mother for so long, and I'm, I'm a mother too, so I can relate, but I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I haven't really focused on what I like to do. Or I've been giving back to this organization or this cause for so long, or I've been working and devoted to my job for so long, that pretty much outside of that, I, I don't know what I enjoy doing. So the first step that I would recommend is, you know, figure out who you are. Uh, and then after that, then uh, start experimenting with the gifts that God blessed you with. And the way that I find what gifts I have is by doing things that I truly love. So I love being able to help people. And um, so I, I thought initially when I went into bad chick care that, okay, this is my way to help. There's a lot of people that are experiencing different uh, health issues that are needing extensions or wanting extensions. There are a lot of people that uh, want to be able to express their creative side, want to be able to treat or pamper themselves, and that's the way that they choose to do it. And so initially, that's what I thought that, you know, that's pretty much capped my skills and capped my, my growth. And uh, really, when I expanded my, my thinking and uh, my heart and I, I tapped into who I was, I was able to find out, you know, really what else I like doing and be, being able to tie that into uh, bad shake care. So that would be my second tip is being uh, comfortable and being okay with experimenting with the things that you like to do. I mean, hey, you, you may like to do something uh, that you have been scared to do all your life. Maybe you want to open up a store and you're like, I don't, I don't know. You're, you're second guessing it too much. I just say, go for it. Think about it. Make sure that you have a backup plan. I don't recommend you spending your last dime. That's the financial advisor, you know, kind of coming out at me. I don't recommend you spending everything (laughs) to your business to an extent where you don't know what you're going to eat tomorrow. However, uh, like you mentioned a little bit ago, sometimes you have to risk some things. And so whether it's a, uh, you know, some money that you've been saving and putting aside, you may want to say, okay, Hey, I'm going to take a little bit of my money and, uh, see what I can do to actually live out my dream and fulfill my purpose. So that would be my second tip. And my third tip is to know that you have one life to live. If you don't go for it, 
I mean, you just don't go for it. There's no redos in this life. And so I want to make sure when it's my time to go that I live a fulfilled life, that I'm able to, to sit back and say, you know what, God, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. I did what I, I came to do, and I, you know, I served you, and I was able to live a fulfilling life doing what, what you wanted me to do and what it made me happy as well through the skills, the, uh, skills and gifts that you gave me. And, um, you know, go out, go out that way. So I would say also, uh, you know, just, just in that shall be you and tap into the gifts and skills that you have. And, and you can be afraid, but learn how to work in your fear uh, to get you to the life or the next level that you're looking to, to get to. Those are great. Those are really, really, really great tips. Thank you so much for sharing those tips. So I know you mentioned that, of course, you have the um, the ebook. Could you mention any other things that you have coming up on the horizon that you may want to share with the listeners? And if, at this time, if you can share actually um, more information on how to get your your ebook as well. Yes, uh, my ebook is available on my website, which is badchickhair.com. Um, also, I am uh, started a podcast about a month and a half ago. And uh, it's empowering people through entrepreneurship. I go over my uh, different life journeys and then the transition from my mindset and uh, just my, my walk with God and in relation how that can really correlate with your business and how that's helped with the success of my business, to be honest. Uh, my podcast is on Anchor and Spotify, and that's uh, Brittany Bundle. Um, also, I am working on different uh, sales courses because I, I find when I'm working with other people, that uh, part of entrepreneurship that I think is missing and not touched on too often is how to sell. You know, how do you sell? Because there is a way to sell and there is a way to uh, build relationships with your clients. And it's more than just getting a website, getting some products and posting on social media, which is now pretty much what's, what's broadcasted and advertised. But there's more than that, unless you just have, you know, a huge amount of following and you can post anything such as socks and just, you know, get all of the sales immediately. And if you can, then uh-huh. power to you. But for the majority of uh-huh. us, it's more than that. So I'll be dropping some courses um, later on. It'll be on my website, badchickcare.com, to actually teach the fundamentals of how to sell. And how can everyone stay connected with you? So some of your, your social media handles, and you can mention your YouTube channel as well. Thank you. Okay, so I'm on Instagram. My Instagram is Brittany uh, underscore bundles. You can also follow me on Instagram at badchickcare. I'm on Facebook at Brittany Bundles and Bad Chick Hair as well. And then my YouTube is Brittany Bundles. So if you look for Brittany Bundles or Bad Chick Hair, more than likely you'll find me. Uh, you can also email me. My email address is the letter B, and then it's talks, T-A-L-K-S, at yahoo.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. This has been absolutely amazing. I will tell you that you have definitely um, shared some amazing tips. And I truly hope that all of the listeners um, will, you know, go to your your website um, and follow you as well on all of the social media platforms. And if they're interested in, of course, learning more as far as your, you know, some of the programs and products that you you offer, they'll definitely connect with you. So I just want to really just take the time to say thank you so much for, you know, coming on the show as a guest and um, sharing your story, your journey. Um, I've had an absolute blast, and um, I thank you so much. My pleasure, and thank you so much for sharing your platform and and also allowing me to to share my experiences and my journey as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in tonight's show with our special guest, Brittany Bundles. 
Brittany shared her amazing story and journey to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, starting your own radio show or low-cost advertising, highlighting your book, business, or event, please email EnvisionedB, that's E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N-E-D-B, at EmpowerOnPurpose.com. Please tune in next week where you will hear an amazing story and journey from another leader, influencer, and motivator. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Empower Hour with Jerisha, where Jerisha speaks with leaders, influencers, and motivators who share their journeys in personal and professional growth, empowerment tips, lessons learned, and keys of success that will empower you to be your best self. Follow Jerisha on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jerisha Moore and visit EmpowerOnPurpose.com. And remember to be intentional and be empowered and have a great day on purpose. Purpose.